I was 16 years old trying to walk out of a store and this security guy come, hey, 2020. He's like, come, let's go this way in Swahili. I took yeah. his hat to the back and the guy's like, those lollies cost about 60 shillings altogether. Yeah. He's like, you have to pay now or you go in that meat grinder? I'm like, what? That's what he said. And he stripped my friend. My friend is screaming. And he turns the machine on and he's like, is this the kind of life you want to live? How old are you? Uh? My friend's screaming. He just is like pulling him across and then he turns it off. He's like, if you ever come back here again, you're going in there. And you're going home in a meat grinder pack. And I'm like, oh. Hello, welcome back to the Game Chat Podcast. Always a pleasure, never a chore. In today's episode, well, damn, it is an exclusive to Fluffy Productions. This man has never told his story before, and he's making quite the name for himself on TikTok. You may even recognize him from these little sound bites. Damn! Spread the love, not the hate. Peace. From growing up in Africa to four near-death experiences, coming to Australia as a refugee, dealing with racism, and gaining a huge following on TikTok, Doc's mindset and perspective on life is truly one you need to listen to and take on board. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast, and I really, really hope this episode helps anyone out there who needs it. Let's do this. So to start off the podcast, we pretty much ask each of our guests, if Steve Mm -hmm. Irwin had to describe you, three things about you, well, what would he say? <laughs> <laughs> probably funny, maybe. <laughs> I think I'll back that up. Uh, probably positive and yep. really, really loving person. I think. Oh, legend! So, did you grow up in Australia? Did you be born in Australia and all that, or? I moved to Australia as a refugee in two thousand four. Oh, really? Actually, what was that like trying to get here as a refugee? Um, so like I was young, but I'm remembering the process, man. Like it was. <laughs> It just, just my dad and my mom just said, you know what, we're going to show it. You know, yeah. I think first, I didn't, we, we didn't want to come, the kids. We were crying, actually. But then, yeah, it was pretty ex- experienced. You know, we, when I got uh, health checked, da da da, I went to the, we were at the just camp for about a day yeah. on the bus, on the plane to Dubai, and Dubai to Australia. And yeah, it's right. crazy. I had yeah. never seen, like, not discriminating, but I had never seen so many white people in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so was it was it dangerous? Is that why you had to leave? Or? So I was born in South Sudan, but left at a very young age, which my parents went through a rough time, I think. And my mm. mom had to walk from, my brothers as well had to walk from South Sudan to Ethiopia, really? which is a massive walk through the war they had to go through. I don't remember much there. I was still a young baby, but I don't remember much I've had near-death encounters most likely so i was in a coma for about seven days when i was younger actually what so i was not i was not gonna make it i was sick with something that i have no idea really yeah so yeah so i was not gonna make it and then one day i just woke up it's crazy that's a godsend what was some of the things that were going on in the country at that time at the time you know those so back back then so i think it was between 94 to 2005 there was a war between the arabs and the like saturnese so like those ongoing war, like a civil war that was going on for a long time, man, between presidents, vice presidents, political. It's, it's all political, man, stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, women are, women are getting yeah. raped and killed. Oh, stuff. So it was crazy for them at the time. So that's pretty much the reason that you just had to get out of there. Uh, my dad, so my dad didn't actually grow up in, he grew up in Saddam, but moved to the States where he studied. Mm. Got his degree, went to France, got his PhD in economics and agriculture. So he's been through the Western world. So him coming back home to Africa was like, you know what? Let's get, yeah. let's get out of here. So he'd bring us here for better opportunities, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel he, do you have a really big opportunity here? Yeah, it's, it's bro, I just like, it's crazy. If you, if you come from a different country and you come to Australia from a country that doesn't have better, 
you're an idiot if you if you fuck up here. Like, why would you put your parents through that? You're dumb. You're like, seriously, mm. why why would your parents work so hard to yeah. bring you to a country that gives you opportunities? And you want to go out there and drink your life away, be a criminal? Mm. Like, it doesn't make sense. No, that's the dumbest thing you can do to yeah. yourself. I told these kids, why 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 put your parents through that? Think about that. Mm. I mean, your parents have been through a lot to bring you here, and now you want to go out there and do some dumb shit. Like, not all of us do, but the kids that did do it, it's just, it's. It blows my mind, man. Mm. I'll never understand. Like, bro, you have school. You get free education. You get, yeah. you want a job, apply for it. You can get a job anytime you want. That That's what pisses yeah. me off, man. <laughs> do, you, do you think it's yeah. like the temptation thing? Like, is there, you know, in Sydney, you can go out clubbing. Can you do that in places where, like, back home? See, but back home is different, man. The, mm. the, the, back home, it's like underage drinking. It's probably happening now, maybe. But back yeah. then, it wasn't happening because, like, your uncle, your your auntie, what are you doing? Or the yeah. cops, what are you doing? Yeah. Back home. <laughs> yeah. But here it's such a free country where people just allow it. It's definitely a temptation thing where they can't do it. I'm not too sure what, what's happening back home now because I haven't been back for so long. But back when I was there, that shit mm. don't happen much, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's no point. Yeah. Like you go out there and there's curfews for little kids, like cops are walking around with guns. Like, you don't want to mess with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah. different. Well, the cops have AK 47s in Africa. Okay, it's not little hangouts, AK-47. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is nuts, eh? Like, I would not be a smart-ass to any security guard, any cop, <laughs> if I was in Africa. They shoot first, talk, talk later, man. That's what it's all about. Oh, my gosh. That's this what it was. Shoot first, talk later. You want to be yeah. a smart-ass? Like, have you ever had any experiences where that you can remember that you've seen anything oh, like that? Man, like, me and my friend were about six. I went mm. to this store. It was... <laughs> my friend duped me into this mess. I went to this massive shopping center with lollies everywhere. Now our eyes lit up because we don't see lollies every day. Yeah. So my friend like put some in his pocket. I'm like, what are you doing? No, no, it's okay. I'm like, okay, I'm going to copy him. So I put some in my pocket. <laughs> I'm 16 years old trying to walk out of a store and this security guy come, hey, 20, 20. He's like, come, let's go this way. And so here we I took yeah. his hat to the back and the guy's like, those lollies cost about 60 shillings altogether. Yeah. He's like, you have to pay now or you go in that meat grinder? I'm like, what? Somebody said. Well, he took us out to the back. Hey, and he stripped my friend. My friend is screaming. And he turns the machine on. And he's like, is this the kind of life you want to live? How old are you? Uh? My friend's screaming. He just is like pulling him across. And then he turns it off. He's like, if you ever come back here again, you're going in there. And you're going home in a meat grinder pack. And I'm like, oh, I've never been back to that shop, bro. I'm like, nah. Oh, six yeah. years old. I'm like, that's traumatizing. Now I'm home. <laughs> it's like a drug scene from Nar- Narcos, but you stole lollies instead of cocaine. Yeah. Six years old, man. I'm like, I've never stolen in my life again. Probably because I was <laughs> literally though. I mean, it's an interesting way to discipline someone, but it would work for sure. Yeah, bro. I've never even my parents, but I think me not stealing anymore probably goes back to that moment. Yeah, like if, if you're you know, complaining about our police. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh my, 100%. Bro, like, yeah, it's, it's becoming a soft society, man. But yeah, that definitely has a massive impact. I may not see it, but it probably does. 100%. Your head's two centimeters away from a meat grinder. I think your perspective's going to change on life. Is that probably one of your yeah, craziest you stories? Nah, like, I remember I nearly got eaten by dogs as well. In in like, South Sudan. This is Kenya. So me and my, I heard my brother was there. Me and my friends went out to this place, this massive paddock. Yeah high grass and we're just eating these berries off trees yeah and so we decided to come down we're going off and then here's these dogs we started running so i'm running and i dropped one of my thongs i went back to pick it up and all of a sudden these dogs are surrounding me i'm like what is happening these dogs are coming so 
that? Three seconds away from probably dying if the owner didn't turn up. And the owner turned up just in time and took his dogs like, don't ever come back here again. Get out. I'm like, holy crap. That'd be such a painful way to go as well, getting mauled by something. It was like six dogs. I was scared. A six-year-old versus six dogs. I mean, if it was on sports bet, <laughs> the odds would be pretty high. <laughs> nah, it's just pretty interesting, man. Just life experiences teaching. <laughs> it's just so different because when I was life experience, when I was six years old, probably the worst thing that happened to me and maybe stubbed my toe on the side of a bench. This bloke's getting <laughs> surrounded yeah. by six dogs. The thing is, I was we as kids, it wasn't like here where your mom's always with you. Mm. I was walking around at six years old, like whatever I wanted to go, I I just go. Really? Yeah, bro. I could, go, I could go into pubs at the age of six, seven, eight. I have some pretty funny stories, man, back home. It's just, it's crazy. So, okay, what's your craziest story? Or that them two are probably the craziest. Uh, to be honest, like, I, I nearly died at least four times in, in Kenya, man. I remember me and my brother one time, bro. Oh, my God. We're coming down a hill. So, mm. my brother's doubling me in a bike. And my friend's standing on the... I'm, I'm sitting on the handlebars. And my friend's standing at the back of the pegs. Coming down this massive, we're going 40 kilometers an hour. Yeah, jeez. All of a sudden, it was a busy street. So this car starts going backwards, like reversing. And my brother couldn't go to the left side because those cars coming. So he would have hit. He couldn't go on the football. So he just went straight into the back of the car. And my head was going through the windshield, but he pushed my head down and hit my head so hard. I don't even remember anything, to be honest. His head went through the windshield and nearly lost his pinky. And I, I think I woke up about 10 minutes later. <laughs> And I wake up to somebody trying to take my brother's bike. He's there fighting, fighting. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I don't, I don't remember much from that day, but I think my father- well, I wouldn't was, either. If my head went through the windshield, I probably would have died if my brother didn't push my head down. Oh, mate, you're a lucky boy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and another one, this is the probably the, this is probably the closest I've ever been to death in my life. Mm. Oh my God. My friend was doubling me in the bike again. Yeah. And this bike is small, so we're coming down this hill. And there's a car behind us, and I fell off the bike. Mm. As I fell off my roll and the car came, I swear to God, it was two inches away from my head. I'm sitting there under the car looking up. I'm like, I was like, no way. And this is, so the guy comes out of the truck and he hits me. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. I'm just going crazy. I'm like, I'm, I, I don't, I'm just the kid. I don't know. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I went home that day. I was like this, man. I was like, wow. Mm. That happened. Surely you probably thought to yourself, yeah, maybe that bike and me aren't supposed to, you know, have good times together. It's time to, <laughs> Time to stop riding the bike and getting doubled off my mate. <laughs> You're the one that's not even riding the bike. Like, surely you go to your mate. Okay, maybe it's on a switch switch positions now. Like, you nearly killed me at least three times. Up here. Yeah. It's interesting though, man. Like, from the beginning for me, when I was in that coma, mm. my name means something that never gets knocked down. So, it means literally something that doesn't break. So, it oh, goes really? well with me, I think. Yeah, so, it just means something that never falls. Mm. And I that's why, yeah. So it's pretty interesting how my name <laughs> leads into all this, man. That is crazy, <laughs> eh? Well, did you have like any any encounters with wildlife or anything like that? Like, were you around that sort of stuff? Or were you more in the city? See, people don't know that. Like, the, the, the way it works out there, it's actually, the wildlife doesn't come into the cities much because it's all yeah, okay. friends stuff. But you do see crazy things sometimes. You may see really? lions. Damn. It does happen. Yeah. If you go to the wrong <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so, people think like Australia is one of those weird places that's like so many dangerous stuff here. I mean, like Africa, there's lions walking around. <laughs> like, come yeah, on. Australia is cute compared to Africa. And then you, you see monkeys everywhere. So monkey was something yeah. that you see. It's like it's like seeing birds, basically. Really? You just see them on roofs on trees. It's like just normal birds, basically. That's what, <laughs> like, that's what it's like. And monkeys are dangerous, bro. They're pretty smart yeah. as well. Yeah, that's the funny part. So if they saw you were kind of scared, they would take their chances. 
what, what do they do? Some just attack for fun, bro. Like they're bullies. Like some. Wait, you've had a run in with like a monkey before? Definitely, I've been. Chasing. <laughs> right. They're everywhere. Like in Canada, those monkeys are. You see them everywhere, to be honest. And you see the bigger ones. They just look at you for fun. And monkeys are smart. You know, they like to play yeah. around. I like this kid. I'm gonna go bully him. So they just start throwing rocks. You like they just do that for fun. Yeah, and now you're in Australia and you got to worry about the airshays, not the monkeys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what would be scarier, an airshay or a monkey. That's that's a question. <laughs> okay, so on this podcast, to break it up a bit, we're going to play a game called the Word Association Game. The guest on each show will have to match the words we say. For example, if the word is modern and I would say warfare, if the guest says warfare as well, that's one point. If they get five points, they win a gift voucher. Today's theme is Australia. Let's see how Doc goes. Okay, your first word is sausage. Sizzle. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're locking in sizzle? I'm locking in sizzle. I think that's the first thing that comes. I'm going the first thing that comes to my head. Alright, alright. Okay, the next word is fairy. Think Australia. The bread? Fairy bread? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, fairy bread. <laughs> awesome. Okay, next word is Mac. Computer. Go with that. Your next word is coals. Bullets. Yeah. Rate that. All right. Last word is veggie. Carrots. Okay. I'll rate that. All right. Let's. Huh? Are you locking in mine on carrots? What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Cameron? Oh, carrots. Okay. We're gonna see if Cameron's on the same page and he thinks like Doc. All right. I honestly think we're in a good chance here. Cameron, your first word is fairy. Think Australia. Let's before I start this, everyone just think Australia. Bread. Bang. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, we're one down. <laughs> Cameron, don't get too confident. All right, your next word is coals. Bullies. Bang. Okay. Bang. <laughs> yes. yes. All right, we're two down. Okay, this is where it gets a bit. I think this is where we might have some problems. Okay. Yeah, definitely. The next word is Mac. Okay, I see, look, I'm either thinking McDonald's Mac or Apple Mac. I'm gonna go with Big Mac. <laughs> He's dropped his marbles. He's spilled his marbles. <laughs> Doc said computer. Look, to be fair, oh. I probably would have, I would have drawn with Big Mac as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we get into the next section of this podcast, I want you to go on TikTok, look up Doc Maymar, and have a look at some of the comments or replies he gets on his videos. Some of the crap this bloke has to deal with, not only on TikTok, but in everyday life, just because of his skin color, is so uncalled for, it's not funny. So if you're going through something similar right now, maybe you're getting bullied in high school, or maybe you're the one doing the bullying, I really hope this next section of the podcast either changes your perspective or give you some advice to live by and just make you a little bit happier. I see some of the comments on your videos and I'm just like, it's just crazy what people will say and stuff because you're such a positive guy. I think I commented on one of your videos and I said, this place is the most likable person on TikTok. But how do you deal with those sort of like comments that you get? You can't be a slave to your own mentality, man. Mm. Like it goes a long way. And I think as far as the world keeps going, it's always going to be racism. So it's going to be hate. There's always going to be things that are coming at you that you're not going to be able to handle, right? Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, why get mad at these things anymore? Like, yeah. There's no point. Yeah, people need to stop. Like, you're just a human being. I don't understand what's the whole thing around it. <laughs> like, it's so weird. I will never understand, man, but it's never yeah. going to stop. Yeah. So, I think. so you, don't, you do reckon it'll just, like, no matter how many years go by, it'll just still be the same sort of thing? 
something that gets taught it's always going to get passed down man it's yeah. just this world you know there's always going to be hate and negative things that always come at you yeah one out of every 20 30 people's going to say something to me yeah. it is what it is let's think a certain way of me and i think there's no point and i think once you start to learn that you shouldn't take those things and make power out of it mm. take, if you're going to take it in take it in and be positive about it and just move on with your life and I think I that's think, the best way to do it because then people be like, he literally doesn't care. What 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 ground can they stand on when he doesn't care? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. People always say, but why, why don't you get mad? Yeah. That's not right. I'm like, you can get mad if you want, mm. but don't get mad at everybody else for it. You know, I think, yeah. you know, the problem with, with people these days, I go on TikTok, people, you know, African-Americans, indigenous Australians, mm. South Sudanese, they get mad, but they get mad at the whole population. Yeah. I'm like, how do you hate everybody else? Because somebody said this, you well, you can't do that. I don't even, I'll just laugh. I'm like, it is what it is. Did you have to deal with this sort of stuff going through high school and stuff like that in Australia? Or? Yeah, you know, I think, I, did, I, I didn't even know racism existed mm. until I came to Australia. Really? Like, I never thought my skin color was anything. Nobody ever mentioned skin color back in Africa. Kenya, like yeah. nobody ever spoke yeah. about skin color. I came here year four and you know, I didn't know. Oh, people look at me. Like, oh, he's so black. Look at him, he looks like burnt toast. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Right. I got to about year eight. That's when I'm like, so this is what racism is. Mm. What? Yeah. And I think that patch of me not really caring and not knowing built who I am today because I wasn't really I didn't really care that much, you know? I just thought of it as another swear word or another slow word. It is what it is. I didn't think yeah. of it as, okay, <laughs> he hates me because I look like this. What's not? Yeah, exactly. Yes. And the fact that that's the, all they can say about you, mate, makes, mate, you're a pretty good looking bloke if that's all they can say about you. <laughs> people tease me in high school for my nose, my ears, how small my mouth is. One of the biggest things I'm teaching people on Facebook, on TikTok without even realizing is learning how to love yourself. Yeah. Like, regardless of what anybody says to you. Mm. appreciate you and yourself honestly it's such a good message to have out there because that's the number one thing if you can't love yourself no for one no one else is going to love you and you'll just be unhappy man yeah for sure like there's too many people out there that are worried about what people think about what they look like that's mm. why i always tell you don't be a slave to your mentality if you're gonna be insecure that's 100%. on you now mm. like there always will be people that tell you that yeah you have a messed up hairline you have a big nose whatever it is yeah. that you have <laughs> yeah. about yourself you have to learn how to embrace that part of you and just yeah. move on to life. You can't change how you look. That's what you got to, you just literally cannot change it. I mean, some people try and it ends up looking worse. <laughs> I always tell people like this, like, you know, some kids are hitting me up these days, like teenagers, hey doc, what can I do? I get called fat. Yeah. But, um, hey man, you, this is what you can do. It's either you go out there and lose your weight or you love yourself for who you are now and don't worry yeah. about it. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you, you can't change that. Yeah, it's the truth. So was there like a particular instance one time where you did get upset or something? Can you remember anything like that or? When I first came to school, yeah. it was about year eight. And I think even year seven, people just kept on calling me, oh, black burnt chicken, BBC, big burnt something, what fish lips, man. all these things, bro. Like people just said, I just coped with it for so long. I'm like, you know what stuff is? Yeah. Well, I think I was in class one time. I'm like, hey man, you got to cook with that. It's, today's not the day for it. Mm. And this kid kept on going, man. So I'm like, you know what? Stuff this. <laughs> I think I slapped it across my face. <laughs> but like, yeah, but other than that, man, like, no, nah, not really. You know, I was just like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, right. Thank God you slapped him on the head with a book. That's funny. <laughs> Give him some knowledge and how to respect people. <laughs> Literally. That's true, man. Definitely. But I've seen too many people fall victim to, to things that they shouldn't matter to them, man. One of the worst ones I've ever had was I was live. I had yeah. about 80, 80 to 100 people watching me. I was yeah. just talking. And the guy comes on. 
It's like, oh, I like the massacre that happened in America at this time. You know, the massacre, I think in the 50s, 60s, where black people were killed in the place. It's like, oh, I like this massacre. So it's, it's bringing up all these massacres of, of African-Americans getting killed. I'm like, bro, like, and then I, I'm like, how old are you, man? I'm 28. I'm like, where do you live? He's full on talking to me. I live in Adelaide, Australia. I'm like, you're 28, living in Adelaide, Australia. You have kids. Yeah. So this is what you're teaching your kids. He's like, um, so I'm asking him questions as we kept going. I'm like, what, what's the point of all this? He's like, oh, I have problems. I fucked up. <laughs> like, so fix it. So yeah. I'm like, are you taking your hate out on somebody you don't know? That's so we chatted for about 20 minutes. And at the end, he's like, you know what, man? Somehow you made me like you. Really? <laughs> hey, man, fix yourself. Just be who you are and just live. So now he comes into my life every now and he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, so this dude came with some hate, but then changed around. He That's basically crazy. converted a mad racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if he does that to every black person or what, but I'm just like, bro, that's not cool, man. Like, I don't hate you, but go fix yourself. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's an interesting way to make friends by his part. Like, surely you just say hi next time. <laughs> you it's not that hard to make friends with Doc. He's a great bloke. Yeah, he's lucky it was you. I think that energy that you have is just, it's so contagious. As, as I said before, if you do not care about something, no matter what they say, they don't like, they don't have anything to stand on. Their words mean nothing. Yeah, definitely. That's what people don't understand. You know, nobody mm. wants to uproar about it, you know. I think we should focus on the things that we can actually change as opposed to things that we can't control anymore. We can't control what people say, period. No, exactly. <laughs> if there was a drug people could take to have your mentality, I'm pretty sure you'd be a millionaire if you sold it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, life, man. I think life experience teaches you that's it. I think that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, so you just think going through high school, like copping a bit of bullying, it's just like made you into the person you are today, you reckon? Basically, I think basically it's definitely everything that's happened to my life until about now is why I am who I am today. Yeah. There's no explanation, man. You don't just wake up and become this. I found it interesting how you said you didn't know racism existed until you went to Australia. That is so crazy to think about that. I've never ever, I didn't didn't know what racism was. I I Mm. didn't even know the word. I didn't even know the word racism existed, bro. I was like, what? What did you think? Cause, because if like you didn't think of anything of white people, you just saw them as people, normal people. I, yeah, we didn't think that. Like yeah. me and my family, me and my brother and sister, we had no idea. Like we we're like, oh, cool. And just other people. That's all it was to me. She's like, hey, people hated me just because I was I'm like, I was waiting to make friends. What is yeah. this? Honestly, <laughs> you know? do you think everyone's like that? Where you used to be from, Kenya? Is everyone just like... They just see white people as people. They don't have any problems with it. People don't get this, but the biggest thing in the majority of Africa, the biggest thing we get taught is respect. Yeah. From young age, always yeah. respect you. I think the kids that are living in Australia today that are South Sudanese obviously have learned ways here and like whatever, blah, blah, rebellious. But back at home, the biggest thing is respect. Mm. Like, you know, white, black, blue. If, you, if somebody's older than you, you have to respect them. And I came here and I'm seeing kids swearing at teachers. I'm like, mm. what's happening? <laughs> I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. And that's what people don't get, man. So like it's crazy. So I was I was like, whoa, what the hell is happening in this country? <laughs> crazy to think about. I think that yeah, as you said, it's just embroidered in our culture that like it's always gonna be there. But see in your culture, you you don't you just see it as people. I don't know what exactly. happened with the Western culture. I, I, I don't think I have I had never thought of people as bad people, like straight yeah. up. Like I'm oh, you're just another person. Yeah. But I think we start to grow up in a country where people already judging you based on what you look like you start to be like what the fuck is this like what's happening like i don't get yeah. it like it, it fucks people up man sorry mm. for my language oh I mean, mate it's an explicit podcast it deserves <laughs> a swear word to be honest i don't even know if i've ever been depressed but i think in my situation most people would be like gone mentally mm. and i think 
I'm still somehow just keeping it sane, to be honest, man. <laughs> That's 100% the reason why we wanted to get you on here, just to show people that who you are on camera is who you are in real life. It definitely. I don't, mm. I don't change. Always yeah. the same no matter what, man. <laughs> if someone like me, right, walked, like, was in, like, had to do what you did, had to go to Kenya, start a new life, how do you think I would be reacted over there because being such a pasty person like myself, if I just walked right. into... Like, see, like the thing is, it's probably changed right now. But back when I was in Kenya, 2000, like 2003, 2002, it was different. Yeah. But now that social media has blown up so much and people are seeing what the world is actually like for what it is, that people are getting hated because of their skin color. Mm. Now I think it's translating back over there like, oh, white people hate us. Why mm. should we like them back? I think it's changing now because this is what social media and the world is showing now yeah. as opposed to actually what people are like in real life. So it sucks, man, because the whole world is like this now. Like, no matter where you go in this world, you're going to be hated now because of social media, media. And just, this, is, this is what the world is showing. And it sucks, but it's not what the world is for. Not everybody's going to be like that, obviously. But there is a few people that are going to be like, what the fuck you doing to my country, man? Go back. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen now, I think, for sure. Yeah, well, you see it over here in Australia, every Australia Day, like what happens with the protests and stuff yeah. like that. And they've 100% got a right to do that. But as you said at the start, like, we're not, that happened so long ago. The people in Australia now, not all of them are like that. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's so twisted to history, man. Like history is mm. something that we should accept and appreciate it for what it is. But I think people just take it the wrong way sometimes, man. Like you know, you got everybody just saying, "Yeah, but this, but that." There's no buts. No, it's not if move the fuck on. All like, that matters is people's mindset today. Now you wake yeah, up, that's whatever what your mindset is every day. Period. Like yeah. I think people don't really get to say what they want to say anymore because they're scared of how the world will react to them. Yep. And this is what the world is like now, man. It sucks, but this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The world is becoming a bunch of snowflakes lately. <laughs> it is, bro. <laughs> when, I, when I first saw your videos, um, it was yeah. that video of you um, downing that burger. I don't know why I was so interested in it. It's just some dude eating a burger. And I was like, hey, why does he make this so like entertaining? Did that, was that an idea you had? Or you just decided to just <laughs> go, I'm just going to call myself. Plan, bro. Um, Chebo. Yeah, Chebo commented on one of my things. Hey, man, you can get a free burger. So that was me going to Chebo. Yeah. And my girlfriend videoed me eating that. And yeah. I said, damn, without even yeah. knowing. <laughs> yeah. And I ate the book outside without even knowing. And then it became a thing on TikTok. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I did not plan that at all. That got you some massive traction. Hey, you got a lot of views. And I was like, this place just eat yeah. a burger and people love it. Happened, bro. It's <laughs> the question everyone wants to know the answer to, what's the best burger you've ever had? Oh, man. Me? Mm. I think this is my own little like what I what I like going to every time I eat you guys have to try this. Just get yeah. number quarter pounder from Maccas. Yeah. Get the gravy chips, the gravy lo loaded chips. Yeah. You that in the burger. Yeah. Wow. Eat it. That's, that tastes good. Yeah, you gotta mix those two together. Yeah. I do that all the time. That's actually I'm trying that. That said I'm trying it. So nowadays when you make content, it's literally people asking you if they can wear do-rags and stuff. <laughs> that was weird, man. I, I just I just saw a question one day. What do you think about other people wearing do-rags? I was just having fun. So I went out the back. I'm like, let me shoot a bustle for this. Yeah. I'm like, if I put this short, y'all can wear them. Yeah. I missed. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I put it on. Everybody just got mad. I'm like, it's a joke. Yeah. It became a thing where I just did for fun, man. I like to make positive things out of everything that happens. That's why people, I think that's why people gravitate towards you. Because you're all about spreading that love and all that stuff. What's the plan going ahead? Like, what's what's your plan going ahead? Do you have any, like, plans for the TikTok or? Right now, I'm just, the thing is, yeah, maybe we'll see. I, I may try to get, you know, I may try to get more following on social media as well, you know. You know, the more following you have, the more you can do, I guess. I, yeah, just get, sure. I think one of the biggest things for me is just helping people. And I yeah. think, you know, once, 
once you see something happen on a positive note from you, it puts a smile on your face and everybody else is around you, man. Mm. Like it's it crazy. And I think that's the biggest thing for me, man. We'll see where it takes me, but hey, it's a free world, I guess. You know, we just got to keep moving forward. Do you have any other things that you want to do? Like career-wise? Uh, right now, man, like I, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of just, I, I want to do things that will have a bigger, big impact on the world. You know, I want to mm. go back home and change things for women out there, for the kids that are growing up and stuff mm. like that, man. I, I, we owe it to ourselves to do something. You know, people who come from, we come from home. Africa's home for us, South Sudan, I think. We come here, educate ourselves, learn what we need to learn. Go back and change our country for the better, man. I think that's, that's, that's the biggest thing for a lot of us who have. That's what we should be thinking about anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to go... a bad situation over there? Yeah, man. It's just... It's, it's, bro, it's just... Politically, I think it's just bullshit. Like, you know, I mm. think it's just a mess. And I think that's something we, the ones who are out here and kind of know better now. I mean, I'm not going to speak for people out there, but we need to make some kind of change out there. We need to put our input and, you know, help, help what we use. Okay, Doc, just imagine that you're Steve Irwin, right? And yeah. you have to describe, you know, just a perfect mindset to people and how they should live their life. What, what would you say? I think everybody should live their life with, with no worries. Just mm. go out there, be you. Don't worry about what people say about you and just be yourself to the fullest, man. Yeah. Like, I think that's the world we should look at. Be yourself and don't, don't be a slave to your own mindset, period. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing, man. I've taken out of this. Don't be a slave to your own mindset. I like that quote. I learned it off some guy. What's his name? It's motivational speaker. Yeah. That's the only thing I took out. Don't be a slave to your mindset. I'm like, that's a really good one. Don't be a slave yeah. to your mindset. That's huge. Cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Is there, People can obviously know who you are. They will watch this, but where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, TikTok. That's probably yeah. the only two social media sites I use. Yeah. Just to, just to be a bloke who goes through stuff that not everyone goes through and is just stuff that you shouldn't go through because of your skin color and the way you've come out of it and you literally don't care. I don't think people understand how hard it is, how hard that would be. Resilience. Yeah, mm. definitely. I think, you know, the word. always ask me how I do it, but I, I, have, I don't have any answers. It's just mm. who I am, I guess. <laughs> it's just hard to explain, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Learn on this. Can Floppy Productions wear a do-rag? <laughs> yeah, I can wear them for real. <laughs> you guys, you guys on the show, they can wear them, man. Let's yeah. go. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, I'm thanks, man. The store tonight. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Appreciate you, man. You take care. You too, Appreciate man. Thank you, you so much. Have a great yeah. week. We'll we'll stay in touch. I'll stay in touch for sure. All right, see you, bro. Well, that episode was personally one of my favorites to record. Doc is such a likable human being, and you can really tell what he has gone through today has shaped him into the man he really is. I mean, he's gone through the ringer of bullying, harassment, racism, coming to the country as a refugee, even four near-death experiences, and he still gets up every single day with a smile on his face and a positive mindset. So next time you're going through something rough, I want you to listen to this podcast or go check Doc out on TikTok, at Doc Maymer. His energy, his videos, they'll just put a smile on your face. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Game Chat Podcast. Always a pleasure, never a chore. And until next week, as Doc would say, don't be a slave to your own mindset and spread the love, not the hate. Peace.